I, we're talking about people we want to have sex with, guys. You take Brad over Leo. Oh, uh, I mean, I think they're both great. Wouldn't wouldn't be mad either way. I know you like the blondes. <laughs> they're both blonde. Right. Brad. I, I, Brad yeah, Brad's kind of brown, brownish. If you could what do you be, think, Rob? if you could be, a, you got to talk to Casman about the. I'll tell you what guys look stuff. like. I'll tell you what guys look like. Right? What uh, girl stuff? If you, if you could go like remake any movie and take a role, or mm. even like go back in time and be in any movie, ever, what do you, what do you want? Like, what would your when you watch a movie and you go, fuck, I wish I did that. <laughs> Goonies. Of course, yeah, that's on. Yeah, it's on the list. Goonies is fucking great. The movie we watched the other night, Hook. Yeah, Great any of those adventure movies that are, you know, fantasy and you, you're on these big sets and, like, you get to, you know, all, especially as a kid, like, all that dreamy stuff, that was that was amazing. Yeah. As a, Then as a teenager, I would have loved to have been in, like, a Karate Kid movie. Um, Breakfast Club is my number one. Oh, if really? If I could have done one movie ever, I would have done yeah, any. Yeah, John oh. Hughes. I right? just love John Hughes. John Hughes. I just love. I think I would have been in a Star Wars movie oh. because of the just the people in those movies, regardless of how small of a part or big, you know, just live in in like pop culture. Yeah. Uh, forever. Mm. Well, you'd have to be in the cantina, right? Because of how, because of how weird I am. I'm just how no. off. In the what? <laughs> in the cantina. Yeah, in the cantina in Star Wars. Is that an actual term in Star Wars? Yeah, it's like the bar where oh. all the different aliens are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'd yeah. be one of those guys. I mean, he's yeah. not going to be like, I'm here to, I'm fighter pilot here yeah. to save the day. You know, See, I would, if I was a kid, I'd want to be like in a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. I couldn't get behind those movies. I, I watched man. them with Bo, and I'm like, just the same. I bet we, our faces look the exact same. Like, <gasps> I think those movies are awful. Mighty Ducks. I wanted to be a Mighty Ducks Sandlot. so bad. You I was like, Sandlot, Sandlot, for sure. Three Ninjas. God, now you want to be in those movies because you personally now love those movies so much. Well, no, no, no. It's because when I was a kid, like that, it would be like, oh my god, it would be so fun. So, like the memory, like the memory of being in Hook, is so much greater than the memory of like playing someone's son in just like a movie, like a small yeah. role where you're like, oh yeah, I remember that day on set where it's like, oh my god, we were dressing these crazy things, we were throwing this stuff, and there were sword fights and pirates and it. Like it's just yeah. I, when we were watching Hook, I was thinking that I was like, oh man, it it'd just be so cool to say you played Rufio in that yeah. movie, or even that like round little butterball black kid, you know, yeah. who just like he took cannonballed over. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, uh, which I don't remember seeing in any other movie. Maybe he was, but he yeah. was such a specifically wonderful part of that movie. My dream so now would be to be in any musical movie because it like ties in for me like you know when you musical theater requires you know like rehearsals, choreography rehearsals, you know, singing yeah. rehearsals like yeah. and then putting all the pieces together and then like finally getting to perform the number. Yeah. Like I loved that process of theater of like individual rehearsals and then you know then yeah. to you know dress rehearsals and all that excitement so then to imagine to like then step on like a sound stage or wherever and do it in front of a camera that's like that's my numero uno dream for that career I would wise want, yeah I, I would settle for just like the the guy who drove the boat in the pamela and tommy lee sex tape i'd mm. love to be in that movie mm. his penis yeah, his that was penis his did. penis. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> there was yeah. no boat. Yeah. He was, he yeah, yeah, I would want to be his horn. penis. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, man. The, Pull, pulling um, her out of the shorts. Another movie we talked about the other day that I would have maybe the best to be in was Little Monsters. 
Imagine being in Little Monsters. So good. That baseball scene. Yes. They're all, Kasim has never seen Little Monsters. I cannot I believe never you've seen never seen Little Bryce, have are you, you seen Little Monsters? No. Are you mad at me about it? And are you going to punish me? Is it an East Coast thing? Why have people not seen Little Monsters? There's a comment uh, I read on that was like, I don't like when Kasim's creepy to Jamie. She looks uncomfortable. I've ne- I will can honestly say Kasim's never made me uncomfortable. Thank you. Uh, Gabby, pull the tape. Uh, <laughs> Unless think... we're talking about when we've done like our Bachelor reenact- reenactments. Well, you know, I think we've had, I think I, I think we have this dynamic where I uh, lean into the creep right, a little right, bit right, and you right. completely play along and understand and- I'm I've, acting. I've never once attempted my or forced myself never, upon you in any. Never. Not even I when we were that. alone the other day. On the floor watching a movie. Together. Cuddling. Well, are you inside my head? <laughs> Did you were you in my dreams? Speaking of creepy guys, we started talking about that hotel documentary about the guy who yeah. built the hotel. Look, and the the way he almost got caught was he was watching somebody and like he had, a, I think he had a tie on and his tie went through the vent and you just saw like a tie hanging from up in the ceiling. And then there was other times he where he was like, literally like right above it. Had so did he have like a crawl space that he could just. A whole skywalk. So he built it with this whole thing in mind. Like, was he like a imagine a long like, hallway. I don't remember. Or it's just like where he was. It didn't cost that much to do. Like, we got to get know. the name of this documentary. But like, wasn't there a, a murder or something that he witnessed? And that was the kind of like, there was something that happened, right? Something, okay. I forget. But it's, it's just really great. So if he see... turns out to be a hero. No, no, no. Oh. Wait till you see. The best is like when you see the guy and he's one of those people who, I forget if it's like psychopath or sociopath, where he's like, they were, you know, like he's making yes. excuses of like of of whatever uh, the thing. But what I want to know is, do you, when you hear about people's sexual fetishes, are there ones that you go, okay, I could get into that, and then other ones where you're like, what the why? Like for me, when I hear women are like, oh, leather, I'm like, I look at leather, I'm like, this is this this is so dumb to me. Like, wh- why would leather make you think of sex? Like, I look at leather, I'm like, this is stupid. It looks like hot and uncomfortable. Look, uh, <laughs> may I? Yes. Leather, I, I can, I see as an inconvenience, but I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be opposed to trying it once, you know. When you say leather, meaning like just wearing leather? Well, like they have all those, like you know, the leather masks and this kind of thing, where girls. But like, there's a lot of girls who say like leather is so hot. It well, really it's a specific. It's a yeah, specific material. I see. I don't judge what turns somebody on. No, of course not. But I just mean in your brain of like, how the fuck? Right. Like some things I go, oh, that's not for me, but I get it. And then there's things where I go, why would that? Like that would be like, man, cotton. I just want to fuck. I <laughs> saw, I saw a uh, just a clip of the of a scene where a, a fat fat woman was wearing latex, and I think she was on um, a treadmill. And on mm, right hold on. where her butt, right <laughs> where her butt on. is, there was like a funnel that went from oh, her butt yeah. with a hose into a gentleman's mouth, and uh, the goal was for him to drink her, drink her juices, and that's what I constantly go to when I'm thinking of latex. I don't, I'm not into that. When people go, I'm into feet. I'm like, look, that's fine. I'm not into feet, but if you want, if you if you want to put your feet on me, cool. Have you ever put a girl's toes in your mouth? Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I don't I feel like that's, you know, that's weird, right? That's not too bad. I don't. It's not like a common thing, but like if you're like 
super in the moment and super like yeah. just but like primal. i would have to like take your sock off and know that you haven't been walking around the well, you do it out of the shower you get out of the shower and then you do or it. out yeah. of the shower yeah. that's the move yeah yeah. You know. yeah what so what are what are some of the fetishes you see where you go all right like I'm, oh. i i um, wouldn't mind be tied up, up. Whoa! We found the clip of the week. So, Whoa! I'm I'm gonna sit back. Uh, those are guys. Please. You say yours on three. I say. I just think like the thing like there's something that happens to you when you don't have like your hands and you feel like you know you're at someone's like your mercy. You know what I mean? Like you're like. Yeah. I think that there's there's that thing where it marries like, you know, sex and like vulnerability and mm -hmm. not fear, but you know what I mean. And like it's almost like that feeling when somebody's not even tickling you, but they're nearby and you already start to feel ticklish. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Right, yeah. Bryce? For sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I agree. <laughs> But you would want to do the tying. You wouldn't want to, or you'd want to be tied. I would want to be tied. Oh, see, Jamie, how do you feel about tying? I think it can go both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa. I, I want to be tied. I'm actually right now thinking about how I could do that in because I have this bed frame and it's there's no holes. Yeah, same with us. I got to install something. like Some a hooks in the wall or something? Screw some handles you in. You just do scarves. Scarves are high. Like you tie it with oh, scarves. Yeah. You don't need to be tied onto something. Just That's tie true. the hands. I have, I got this, I, I did a, I went to a sex convention. What was that move again, Jamie? <laughs> so hot. Is that the face you make when you yeah. do it? Like, That's that mom, mom face. Okay. We got to feed the kids in 15 minutes. Do what you will. <laughs> I went to a sex convention called Exotica in Miami. Exotica? Uh, Exotica. Exotica. And uh, <laughs> Why would it be called Exotica? I don't know. That's I did. why I was, doing, I was asking again. I was doing interviews, and I went to, a, a much like Comic-Con, different companies have booths and things that yes, they showcase yes. their products. I went to one booth, and they were like, hey, um, if you just you know shoot something in here, we'll like give you give you our like top-of-the-line product. It's a metal attache case, right? They, it retails for like 400 bucks. Wow. In you open it up, like click, click, open it up, and it's like all these <laughs> glass and metal wands, right? It's uh, it's an electric stimulation. You get zappy, kit. yeah, okay. You zap, right? Uh -huh. So uh, you plug it in and- The whole suitcase? No, there's like, uh, you know, the, the, oh. the less sexy part, which is the AC adapter you plug in, right? <laughs> And then it, it can, and you can attach. It's like, this like thing. When, they, when they give you the thing, you're like, I know all about this. They're like, oh, sex toys. You're like, no, AC adapter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is it, 15 volt? Uh, so it, it plugs in, and then there's a, 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 sh a thing that you put each different kind of wand in. And there's also like a, a, like a belt you can wear. And if you want, and it creates a, like, if I were to touch you, you would see a spark on your skin. It, it turns you into a, an electric conductor. And those and then once I do that, I can grab these different wands and use these wands. Some of them are sharp, pointy. Some of them, you know, look like you would uh, like use in, in the, like a sewing situation. Mm -hmm. they're, they're prickly, they roll. Some of them, uh, so, some of them are um, like a little mini light bulb that you could shove in certain places. But the, the part is, it's all electrical and it creates like a static, but you can crank it up 
to where the the, the shock me. gets a little harder. Not for me. And more, you know. This is I where I'm it. like, this is one of those where I'm like, oh. I tried it on my girlfriend at the time, but I also didn't. I was like, hey, I got something at the show. <laughs> Close your eyes. I'll blindfold you. No. Let me try something. Worst idea. Of course. The last thing you're expecting in the, the bedroom is a is a fucking electrical shock. shock. Yep. You know, she laid there all naked. You need to see it coming and anticipate yeah, yeah. it with your brain. I should have said like, hey, there's the there's something. There's like technology involved and you may. But I turned on a really low setting and she was like, ah, what the fuck? You know, That's, and. Yep. Yeah. You ruined the mood. Ruined it. Did not know how to incorporate it into the bedroom. Put it all back in the thing and it's sitting in, in my bedroom right now. Um, but I think about it sometimes. I think about like what that could be well, like. Well, I think if you give somebody warning and like talk about it before, you might have uh, more successful. Yeah, maybe maybe being tied up and, and having a conversation about it. Well, with girls, a lot of the thing is would, an would an be good. anticipation. And yes. when a girl's just like, well, I wonder what, and yeah. it's like, yes. like that's- To anyone, it would yeah, it's Terrible. like, you know, in like Halloween where you're like, close your eyes and you put their hand in a bowl of like spaghetti. Go, yeah, this is worms or like yeah, you know, yeah, a bowl yeah. of zombie grapes. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They at least know there's something going on. Yes. But imagine doing that and then putting their hand like in a fucking dog's mouth or something. You yeah, know? this is a piranha cave. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I got, some, I got some shit I got to deal with. Fetish. No, you know what? Like I find... I, I'm kind of like the anti-fetish thing where like uh, I see a lot of fetishes are about like to me are uncomfortable like about pain tying and, up yeah. and pain this where with me I associate sex with like maximum comfortability like the more comfortable I am the more I'm like man that was great like I like after being like holy like I wanna I, just, I feel like I'm on a cloud instead what of is like that? I just got beat up what is a comfort like? Are you in like a craftmatic adjustable bed? Or do you no, have... like a massage, mm. and the, and I like like you know like comfortable clothes and hoodies in the bed, very comfortable. I'm not like uh you know. I mean, when I was younger, it was like yeah, bang in the in the park, like in, in the fucking mm -hmm. wood in the lead. Now I'd be like, what do I? Want? I don't like I, I don't have that more as like man. I'd love to just be like chilling, have a nice dinner, massage. I read somewhere that if you wear like comfortable clothes, you you have soft things that you care about yourself more. Like that shows how much self love you have. <laughs> I mean, it's hello. like a vibration. Yeah. So yeah. there you are. Yeah, he really cares about himself. Yeah. 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 I haven't I haven't put on anything but sweatpants in. Yeah, I wore jeans today. It was a big deal. Cutter I don't was, even know. was like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> yeah, and I'm not talking about because of COVID. I'm just talking about I have I I wear sweatpants. Right. I have like I've never seen you in jeans. If you opened up no. my no. um closet, there would be forty pairs of these. Like it's just mm -hmm. I, I I'm always looking for new ones. Mm -hmm. I'm like black sweatpants with zippers. Like I yeah. never wear these two days in a row. There, but it looks like I'm wearing the same pair of pants yeah. every day. You never yeah. wear them two days in a row, huh? No, I have like joggers. I just will wear all week. No. At home. When I'm at just at home, there's my home joggers. But I wouldn't wear them out because I'd be worried that somebody would catch a sniff of them or something. No one can get that close. Why now. not just don't smell? Well, it's not an option for me. <laughs> I was watching an episode of Sopranos last night, and you and I were, like, in the background, like, sitting at a table talking. And, like, all I wanted to do was, like, know what we were talking about. Yeah. Because I know it was probably hilarious. That's what I'm having kind of fun rewatching it now too is just like seeing little moments like that and not remembering it but knowing like we loved those moments. 
Yeah. Like when you could be back, when you had like one or two lines in a scene and then you were background for the rest of it, but you were with everybody all day, it was the best. Mm. My friends told me, my friend Frank, who, so my friend Frank sends me uh, the other day the black pregnant girl emoji. And I'm like, oh, he's listening to pajama pants or whatever. And uh, I just, I was doing something, so I didn't answer him back. And then like a week later, he hits me up. He's like, dude, are you serious? I'm like, what? He's like, you don't give a fuck that my wife's pregnant? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's what you were telling me? He's like, what do you, he's like, what do you think a black pregnant girl emoji is? And I was like, well, it's a long story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not There's that long. A of a story here, but uh, I thought you were just a fan. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. Um, I'm like, congratulations. Like, you know, it turned into such a fucking whole different thing. But it was I'm funny. so glad I could fuck that situation up for you. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, because I'm listen, the way that I am, like to, to me, <laughs> to imagine someone's like, hey, my wife's pregnant, and I'm like, I'd, a week of silence. <laughs> like that's yeah. just so. It's so fucked up. And I was like, he's like, how could you like even? Do-? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, Emojis I explained. Are getting us tr- well, I got in trouble by an emoji. I have a friend on Instagram, a girl that's like an actual friend, but she's like a very, very, very like millions and millions and millions of followers. She posted something and I posted one of those emojis as it, like or like with a hand up like me, too. You know what I mean? Hashtag and, me, too. And my emoji is like the one over from the white girl. Okay, because I feel, sorry, I have chocolate on my hand. Like I have like olive skin, right? So I did the one over. Yes, I always do that too. I got ripped being like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're white, like stop trying to pretend or like what is this, some racist comment? Like you're not brown, you're not black, like back up girl, I was like, Holy fuck. You're like, the only other ever, option was I yellow. I never want millions of followers. Be- oh, and by the way, Instagram today, like, wrote, when I went on Instagram, it showed me that it's removed one of my posts of, that I had of Bo and Jack in the bath because it was inappropriate. Oh, well. What are, could you and see said, wieners? Cass no, was bummed. The bubbles were over the wiener, but. Gross, man. What's What upset you more? Having to remove 90% of your YouTube videos or that one that I could Rem- that I couldn't of, see that of the kids in the back. Yeah, yeah. it just really bumming me out. It's really bumming me out. It's all right, I have babe. the picture on my in my phone. I can. Tell you know, that's funny. I've never I've never thought about that because when I do, uh, you know, when I give the this yeah. or like the, I always try and match it to my color. Yeah, that's I guess what I was doing. Where I was yeah. like, I'm not Irish. But I'm... those more. Hey, easy. Those, <laughs> those yeah. Anything... I'm not a bright red Irish I'm not tomato. Bright red. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to change the whole background just so my face doesn't look like I hey, have everyone, some kind of uh, terminal fucking illness. Leave a comment below illness. about how red Robert looks. Yeah, in is this Robert video. red? Where's Robert's redness today? <laughs> Robert Redfolder. You know, people do a white balance. He's doing a red balance. Right? Yeah, on a it's scale just, of red. Jesus, Gab, you're you're killing me over here. I gotta say. And by the way, it's kind of racist what you're doing to me. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying. Hey, what what colors Gabby got to pick for the uh, emojis? Gabby, what do you pick? I know me and Bryce go full white. Is there something with a hint of green that you lean into, or what like color in the in the you know when you have, can pick emojis like with hands or faces? Like where on the line do you pick your? Oh, that's right. It's one of the lamest. Jesus, it's really hard to she connect said she with doesn't people have that an don't iPhone. have iPhones. To yeah, not have an too. iPhone is like. <laughs> So there, it, it could be a mental illness. You're, you're not participating That's in the so world. Unfair. She's it's not participating expensive. in the world in the same way that we are, and that bothers me. It's yeah, very expensive. But she's spending the same amount on a stupid Android phone. I don't know if that's true. 
That's that's definitely not true. There's that's a lot of tension Before we get there, let's talk about our sponsors, who we love so much. You no longer need the big bang bucks to get yourself a bidet. Because with the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet attachment, it is here to level the playing field. It's stylish, it's eco-friendly, it's easy to install, and it's affordable, okay? It doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself before and after it's used with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. You guys, it doesn't just wipe you. It gets the poop, it sprays, you're dry, and you go. And sanitation is simple because it has a schmutz shield, which offers easy cleaning, and the knobs are naturally antimicrobial. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. You guys, it's so easy to install on your toilet. It's it's the best. So go to Hello... Oh, you have something to say? Yes, I do. Thank say you for it. asking. Um, I used to be a big uh, wet wipe guy. Yes, and, so bad um, for the environment. If you, if you don't know, they're not they're not great for the environment. Mm-mm. They can clog up your septic tank. And uh, I am also tired of spending, you know, almost $10 for a couple packs of these things. It has completely removed that from the equation for me. I am uh, a believer. Rob's been trying to get me on the bidet for years now. And uh, my butthole's never been cleaner. And um, sometimes I do, uh, I probably just let it sit I turn the nozzle and just hang out there for a little bit longer Sweet. than I should. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. nice. Well, let's just say there was no stipulation around any of this, right? And you woke up as a 30-year-old person and you took a shit. And somebody said, well, you'd have two options. You could wipe it down with a piece of paper mm-hmm. or we could spray water on you. Mm-hmm. What? And dry you off. Yeah, it's not even a it's not even a question. This is this is if you're wiping, if you're still wiping your asshole, you're an asshole. Yeah. Get in it. This is the future. Go to hellotushy.com slash pajama to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners. So go to hellotushy.com slash pajama for 10% off hellotushy.com slash pajama. Guys, we have some uh, we have some emails. Let's get to them. Gimme, gimme. Do you want to read them? I feel like I you, care. you do a very nice job. I, it's always such a uh, reminder to me how poor of a reader I am every time I, I do this. So. Okay. Jamie, quick question. If you, on your move, if if you get to Austin and they go, we have some bad news, we lost something, what's the thing you would most not want to hear right there? That they lost a mine? Yeah. Your Hitachi magic wand. Your Tamagotchi. Hmm. You shove in Tamagotchi. Like a... Framed albums, frames. um, The irreplaceable stuff. Yeah. 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 That kind of stuff. Like you're- uh, Like I'm taking all my jewelry with me in my suitcase. Your framed Crybaby album, the gold, what did it go, platinum Crybaby? (sighs) Moving on. (laughs) That was Jamie's- roasted. That was Jamie's- uh, He knows how to get to me. That was Jamie's- Music video. Yeah, go dude. go YouTube it right now. Get this her. is from Saw, and it's titled <laughs> I Feel You, Gas. Hi, guys, and Gabby. Love the podcast, and I can write an essay about how much I love The Sopranos. Do it. Now that that's out of the way, my name is Saeed, and I live in Belgium. I'm 33 years old. I am a few podcasts behind. Just watched a Jordanian and a Jordanian and heard Kasim tell the story about racial profiling. I had this experience, which I thought was scary, but ended kind of funny. I wanted to go to New York since I was a kid seeing Home Alone 2. 
corny, I know. So at 21, a 21-year-old me and then my girlfriend, who is now my wife, saved off enough money to go to New York. At JFK, I was a bit nervous because I have an Arabic name, and lo and behold, I was taken aside for questioning. My girlfriend did not see me get guided away, so she was scared out of her mind alone in New York, just like Kevin. So this guy who was Latino, don't know if this matters, starts asking me questions. What I do for a living, where I would stay in New York, what my plans are. So I start to answer, we are staying at this hotel and we are going to this and that, all the typical touristy stuff. So I kept talking about we and suddenly he goes, who is the other person that is with you? I said, my girlfriend. And he asked, why isn't she in for questioning? I replied, she's white. He gave me a look and then started laughing and I could go on and enjoy my trip. Fun times. Keep up the good work you guys are doing and respect on both your sober journey, Saeed. You know, there's a billion stories like this, yeah. Saeed. Man. I got to say, when we travel to Austin to see you, I'm not waiting for you. Yeah, like, you outside might. Outside of the... Right, I might just have to meet you there. Yeah, I'm just do you run, go. Have, did you Do you feel like that happens to you? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hey, uh, I try and wipe myself up when I go to the airport. I'll wear, like, all Patagonia now, and... Uh, you do this I'll a lot? Put a, I'll put an SPF 30 on just to kind of lighten up the face a little bit. For a few days before, you use the white emoji <laughs> right. just to let people kind of- Yeah, just like so show a history of- Something yeah, happened to your brother on a flight, you said, right? Oh, yeah. Post, yeah, I think I talked about it on the podcast, but post, post 9-11, my uh, brother was profiled in like some Karen before we called them Karens. Yeah. Um, was like- saying how he wasn't doing anything yeah. except he had like a hood up you know and so my brother has like this sort of like he has darker features and he had a hood up so he kind of looked a little you know maybe questionable if you were a, a racist piece of shit so uh yeah then she complained <laughs> to the stewardess that she thought oh i think he's up to something you know and then he got defensive and um they pulled him off the plane because he got agitated and then they eventually let him back on but uh yeah i mean that stuff that stuff just happens you know you know what i guess for me is like yeah you can say that stuff happens but i don't feel like there's an ever like a sincere apology about it yeah well, like i feel like that like no one wants to admit that they were racist towards you because everyone likes to walk around thinking right racism is like oh I, I that's from the guys in the ku klux klan i don't carry it around with me you know but we all everyone has a prejudice yes you know even me Yes. Yeah. Well, mostly go to those fuck, uh, Saeed. right, Phil Gabby? Filipinos up there. Yeah. Oof. What does that mean? Oh my god. Uh, Jamie, I love you, Gab. So I was watching uh, this show called Married at First Sight. Yes. And it's where I don't know if I talked about it. I think before. you sent me a clip. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's people. Obvious that the title gives it away, but it's people who see the person they're about to marry when they're walking down the aisle. That's it's so the first time you up. see each other. You get married, then they follow you for like two months. And when they did it, when they were standing there, since they didn't know each other, they didn't write the vows. They had their friends and family write the vows for them. And it starts out like, um, Robert's family wants you to know that. And then they say like all the stuff. And my first thought was like, oh, if I had somebody to do that for me, who would I pick? And I was like, oh, Jamie. But then I was like, you know what? I wouldn't want to give her something else to do. Like I wouldn't want to put something else in your lap of like things you got to do. But if you were, if you were gonna write it, what what would you say? Would you have Cassim come so sprinkle what, the funny in a little? Yes, <laughs> I think I would love to collaborate on Cass with this. So what this is what we would be saying to your future wife? Exactly. Okay. All right. So and we we have to say like what 
who Mrs. you are. Mrs. Eiler. You can Here, say basically, like, here's what you're in Because a vow normally in my head is like, I promise to do these things. Right. and But in this case... It's really more like here's person. what you got to do for Rob. Maybe. Or it's like he he will he will, he will be this, this is what we think but of you him. should be and also you should maybe be this if you okay. want this to work out best. Mm, okay. Okay. So Rob will always be honest with you. A little sometimes too honest. Too honest. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, don't talk to him much <laughs> unless he asks. <laughs> uh, is that how you feel about me? No, not at all. Uh, Only the women I have sex with. Yes, exactly. I just feel like I'm in a different category. Doesn't want a chatterbox. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a chatty cat. Yeah. Brush off your juicing skills and your roasting skills. Hope I'll you're t- ready for chicken. Yes. A lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. a lot I ho- of hope you like protein and vegetables. No. Um, You've never made me a juice. No, right? no one will make you laugh or think about life more. Conversations will never be dull. He has lots of things. Lots of wonderful thoughts in his head. Um, he can be stubborn in his ways and 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 stick to them. But I feel if gen- gently influenced, he might come around to some new things. And as his friend, I would love for you to introduce him to some new things. Like what? I don't know. Outside. Outside things. Oh, I'm fucking. I'm out there, babe. <laughs> I'm out there, babe. Yeah. And don't ever expect him to know what's going on in your head. You need to, like, I think it's an unfair thing women do in general that I always try and be conscious of. If you're feeling something, if you're feeling um, something that he's done or you're fe- you're not feeling great about a conversation, like, he's not going to know. Like, bring it up and, and be forward because you're, you have a very honest man with you. Thank That's you. what I would say. I like it. I, I think. Uh... Loyal. Big time. I want yeah. to that. Uh, Loyal, which comes with the honesty. I like all this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say also sometimes just the way you speak, you can come across as like an like more aggressive mm-hmm. about a subject than you really are. It's just It's passion. just the way you talk. Some people be like, damn, this guy's like either pissed or, you know, this is something I've had to make adjustments for, I feel like. <laughs> uh, but it's... You know, you're always really good about like smoothing it out if you sense that maybe that person took it the wrong way. Yeah, I very that's something I've been working on the last couple of years a lot. Where I'm like, man, but like it just like, but it's also t- like even sometimes somebody will be like, man, you're really excited about that, huh? I'm like, no, like <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. but it's also it comes with the thing of like how I fast and eat once a day. So when I talk about food, I'm like, I'm fucking stuck. Like, I've never been this hungry in my life. Like, you know, it just becomes, it's never like, I'm never like, yeah, I could grab a, I could nosh. You know, it's either like I'm fucking starving Well, or you I'm threw full. us for a loop one day when you said that you started eating at home before you came to my house. Yeah, but you know why I did that. <laughs> because Cutter made the fucking worst meal I've oh. ever had in my life the week before, and I was sitting there with no food. Right. Oh. I mean, you could only eat so much broccoli, Jamie. Poor Cutter. Eat. So much roasted broccoli. No, listen, Cutter has made some of the best food I've ever had in my entire life. And he's about life. to make your favorite on Sunday. The be- he's 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 making the greatest food ever. It's unbelievable. He's putting in so much time. He's fucking waking up early sometimes, crazy. But there was just one week where it was just something I I don't like, and I said it too. I was like, I'm not gonna like this. Like I knew from the get go. And Cassim's like, No, you're gonna. Yeah. Cassim's telling me how I'm gonna like sometimes it. Sometimes I think I can like 
soften the you know situation for Rob, or which like, makes me even more aggressive. He, Made you know, me sad because way. I always feel good like on Sundays, like knowing you left like satisfied, <laughs> and that yeah. Sunday was sad. You know. Cutter's sweetness comes out in these moments too because he really cares about how fed everyone in, you know, did he do a good job? And I felt like I I had to overcompensate a little Mm -hmm. bit because Rob was clearly not enjoying the meal. And then, you know, uh, Cutter goes like, well, like he gets really in his head about it. And it's uh, just so sweet that he puts that much thought into feeding Rob. But, um, But you'll never get like a, an uh, appeasement from Ryan. He's gonna tell you how he, I didn't enjoy it, you know, and well, it was, and I don't like you less. <laughs> yeah, you know, I still love you, but today tonight's meal was a miss. But right. here's what happened: it wasn't as much that as I had to say that because normally I eat for two hours. Yes. Yeah. And this was I had one bite and I was like, no thanks, you know. So right. it's it's very uh, like you know yeah. it's not like somebody else who could have like one piece and be like, oh yeah, I'm all you know. Yeah. You had that one bad meal and then and so the next week, <laughs> yeah, raw. Rob, who normally comes very hungry to the pod, <laughs> ate before he came mm-hmm. because he was setting himself up For to failure. not to not have to be hungry again. At well, night. we are gonna feed the fuck out of you on Sunday. Yeah, it's gonna be I'm good. I'm going balls to the wall, you guys. Yeah, we're going, we're going big. And that's when you talked about like you need to like as a girl, you would need to t- really tell Rob what's going on. And it's, it's even I feel like it's even more so for me because of how much I'm like, I say everything that's going on. So I, I'm not somebody who looks for. Right. I'm not like, wait, hold on. Is there so because in my head, I'm like, oh, we put it all out there. Right. Like whenever I've been in a relationship, I'm very like, hey, we put it all out. Like the biggest fights I've ever had in relationships were where it was like, OK, wait, like we something was going on. And it was like, wait, you're so we're done. Like we're not mad at this anymore. This. And then I still felt the the coldness. And then like hours later or days later, it was like, yeah, well, you. Th-. And I'm like, just sit, th- let me know you're angry. Don't pretend. I remember there was one really bad fight where I was just like, I got so mad. Or I was like, I can't even talk anymore yeah. because it was so like the thing happened. We figured it all out. It was all good. And it was like, OK, like, yeah, like, you know, the all good. I'm sorry, whatever. And then like the next day, it came up again. Something came up. And I was just like, I. Man. <laughs> See, that that where Cutter and I have that, I'll say to him, I'm going to need a minute to get over this. Don't bring it up to me, but also to understand I'm not 100%. So, like, I've been very honest. There have been, like, maybe two or three things in our entire nine years together where I'm like, I'm going to need a minute to get past this. Because sometimes, it's not that I want to stew, but, like, I, I, it, like I, my process is longer. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's been times where, uh, yeah, exactly. Like where the arguments have gotten heated with girls where I just leave because I know what the next step, like we've talked about this, where in my family growing up, there weren't really long fights. There were fucking insane, intense, yeah. like, bang, like it went from like, oh, could you pass the, to like, bang, 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 like, yes. like shit being fucking thrown. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Like, you know, yes. but, but it, that wasn't. Looking from an outsider now, I see it as that. In the time, it was like, oh, no, this is how you yeah. you fight. So as I grew up and learned not everyone fights this way, there have been times where I've been with a girl and been like, I just have to go. And then a girl will like, 
you know, abandonment issues come up or then it's like, well, if you're just going to leave every time things get, and I'm like, trust me, leaving was the best option because I don't know how to like, you know, there's times where it yes. gets so escalated that it's like, I only know how to now deliver low blows, yeah, <laughs> you know, like right. I can't just, I can't. And it was well, also before a lot of meditation and therapy where now I think I would be better, but still not, you know. We right. had a cutter and I had this thing going on where like I was needing something from him in a certain moment and he was like feeling like he couldn't give it to me and it was making me feel bad about myself. And like when we kind of took a minute and we had one of our like mentors in our life talk to us about it, he was like, you both have to take responsibility for who you are in that moment. Like cutter, it's not all on her why you can't give her what you need. There's something within you of why you can't give it to her. And Jamie, there is something in you of why you need that. So, like, you both need to, like, figure out where your wounds are and why you're needing that, which allows you then to be full to then meet each other for what we need. So it was, like, a really interesting way to think about it because, like, for me, conversation is foreplay. Like, um, five minutes at the Tie end of the day. Tie me up with your words. Five, in, five minutes at the end of the day of looking me in my eye and being like, how are you? How was your day? And just being like, fuck, Jamie, that sucked. Or wow, that's awesome. Like hearing me. Like if as soon as I feel like seen and heard, I'm like, what do you want to do? But if he can't give me those times, like I don't feel like fulfilled. I don't feel connected. And for him, at the end of a day, he just wants to like, you know, get right in bed with each other. And it's hard for me because I don't feel connected. So it's about us figuring out why we need those things. And then also, like I said, being responsible and understanding that that type of practice will both get us both what we want. Yeah. One of the many weird things about me is like as much as I'm like, blah, and like I put everything out there. Then when it comes to those times, I'm like, eh, like I do because I'm like, I, I get like it. all. Too. I get it all out, you know, for me where it's like I don't want to repeat like and that's what it's so great for me to like get stuff out because I'm like, I don't need to repeat it. I don't need to go mm -hmm. back. So even like. You know, I'll I'll walk in the door with like everything I need to say, and then if it's like later at night, and it was like, how's how's everything? How's your day? I'm like, what? Like I I don't yeah. respond well to yeah. that, you know, because I'm like, I get everything out in the moment, you know. It's like yes, yes. Well, you know, it's life. It's 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 hard, you know. It's like Cutter has a really demanding job, and he's talking to a lot of people, and like I'll get jealous. I'll hear him on the phone being like, "How are you? How's your day?" And like bullshitting with somebody, and I'm like, I don't get that guy. I understand times are extreme right now and all that stuff, but we're a year in, we're a year into it. Like we got to figure something out, and I, like I'll get sad. Do you know what I mean? But like for mm. him, he's like, I'm. That's work. But then you have to like you have to put in work for this too. And, and just to give you give you a little pat on the back because I you know I've been able to witness you guys kind of together for a bit now. Yeah, I think you guys are so great together and there are right. there you know and, and it's obvious in the moments where you're annoyed at each other because yes, i've seen those obvious. moments where you're like cutter why would you say you're like why would you just say that to me this is how that makes me feel and then he and then there's but it it gets cleaned up really fast mm -hmm. and you guys work right through it and at the end of the day it's like yeah all right that was just like look we both have the kids all day like we're out of our fucking mind and uh, yeah, maybe something came out of my mouth a little sideways, and yeah. it's it's like fun to see, and it's like you learn a little bit, you know, as an outsider from it. Oh. Um, 
so you should be very happy that you guys have gotten to this point, you know, That's and so without nice. like yeah divorcing or sure. you know, there's there's just I I feel like this pandemic will take you to a whole new low if you let it. Oh, Mike. Yeah. Well, yeah, your mind goes to all the extremes. It's a very natural human reaction when you f you feel threatened and, you yeah. know, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we're, we're pushing through. And like we said, we have this adventure and this change and we don't know what's going to come along with it. But I think anything to kind of shake up what we've been dealing with the past 12 months will be. Yeah. White, good. white hands clapping emoji for you. Only. Well, cut, well, it's like cutter can be negative at times. And I think. When you're with somebody who's, you know, uh, once a week, like when I'm with Cutter and he's negative, to me it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, because I'm not. And he looking... gets to let it out a little bit when we're there too. Like, well, he's right. not getting. Well, he probably doesn't get like. Yeah. You know, bro, judge or like day, comments bro. back from me about it. Do you know what I mean? He gets to like. Where does that's he get part it? of his sense of humor. I get yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But it can weigh on you after a week. But then there's times where it's not even sense of humor. He's just being negative, and I think me and you. Uh, I might, I might be wrong, but I think me and you like reject that even more than most because it's like it's kind of what we come from and to we've worked so hard. Mm -hmm. That's like the number one thing I don't want to I just I don't want to look at a situation and automatically see the negative. That's why I was saying that. Thank you before you're going to complain. Like it stops you. It stops you in your tracks. Like you say, we both work really hard to like not be in that mindset. Yeah. And I still am very, very much, you know, and it's so. And but the biggest thing is. I notice how easy it is for me to go back there. Like if I'm oh, cool. yeah. if I'm around people who I used to be and and that's what's getting kicked around, it's like you don't even realize like you know it's so great with meditation and stuff cuz you really can be like an outsider sometimes mm -hmm. at conversations where you're not just in the mix, but that first like 2 minutes it could just be like yeah, fuck it, you know all you're like yeah, fucking pieces of shit and and it feels it just feels uh like what was the thing I heard the other day somebody said what was I watching where she was like, oh, uh, The Crown. And she was like, you're, she's like, you're so hard on me. Like, and you're always saying bad things uh, to me. And she's like, well, it's the only time I get to give myself peace. Like when I'm like lashing out at you, because there's not that like that dialogue in the my head or the, the, yeah, that voice yeah. in my head. It's, it's, it's coming out. Yeah, you know? you know what's weird? So many people, like, anytime I've, like, been in, like, a circle or friends or we're all talking and they're like, what we wish you for you, Jamie, they all were like, we just wish you weren't so hard on yourself. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. I am. Like, when you're right. When you meditate or you can kind of witness your own thought pattern, I have, like, a full-on jury that, like, <laughs> judges every fucking decision I make. And yeah. again, it's extreme because I don't ha have any of the outlets. I'm like always with my children. I'm always like, so I'm like constantly judging myself as a mother and a friend and a wife and a blah, 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 blah. But it is true because what's interesting is I'm not hard on other, I don't, I'm not hard on other people, just myself. I don't want to redirect that obviously outwardly and, you know, but I do want to take it off of myself too. It's like my life's greatest work. You uh, handle your life in a in a way that's really inspiring and also makes me not want to be a dad sometimes. But uh, <laughs> you should be you should be so happy that you're in this spot where you're I am hard on yourself. Things are stressful. You get to go home to those two little monsters. 
but they you know there's a there's a part in every time we're over on sunday where they're like just the sweetest sweetest it's like a small yeah. small window but in that window you're like oh that's like that that's worth it mostly you 100%. know 100% i mean can you imagine if they got to like leave my house five days a week to go to school and like had yeah. some activities and then we're just home. I'm surprised you just don't let them go walk around the neighborhood by themselves. I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to. <laughs> Cass, what, if you were moving and they lost one thing, is it just that comic book that you'd be most upset about? Oh, that yeah. Financially, that would be a big, it would be a big it loss. Be a big but blow. I have it in a safety deposit box, but I have other comic books that are, you know. I have, um, you know, for the most part, it's, I have some photos and things like that, but like realistically, it's they're all on there's on hard drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's really not not anything I have that would be devastating. It would just be like, oh, I gotta buy that again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which is a yeah. I got I got cool stuff. I got a, like a cool electronics, and um, I like you know I like my things, and and I'm lucky to to have a lot of those things. So if they were to go missing, I'd be like, well, I got the enjoyment. Yeah. Out of it, you know. When you were you? with me, I don't have anything. If my dog were not to make it or something, you know, then that would be like a, a oh, but that's like a crushing not a thing. He's living. Well, what if he died in a fire? Jesus. Because like you came over and left the oven on or something, mm. you know. So that's very. You burned my broccoli and killed his dog at the same time. Fuck. Yeah. Worst Fucking day of Jamie. my life. The yeah. uh, when you were a kid, did you have one? Of, and yeah, for me, like again, w I watched that documentary on minimalism and got everything down to like two bags. I I have like my laptop, my phone, and clothes. That's literally all I have. Um, when you were a kid, did you have one of those like little safes? Yeah, with like the those. Key, what the did you keep? Ones? What did you keep in there? Um, like oh, yeah. some money. Um. Like little cards, um, stickers. I think like a playbill of the first play that I was in. What kind of like, cards? Little cards. Um, Cabbage patch. Like Valentine's Day. Yeah. I have a crush like, on garbage like, pail kids. Yeah, like yeah, garbage. I loved garbage pail kids. Same. Loved. Didn't think you'd be into it. Loved them. Time oh, me yeah. up. Time me up. Um. Yeah, or like a birthday card from my brother or something. Like little things like that. My my brother Brian had one, I remember, that was like filled with cash. Wow. I had cash. Really? I had, yeah, I had cash. I had like drummer headquarters and shit like this. Like <laughs> JFK Bicentennial, right? Yeah, the Bicentennial quarters. Hell yeah, The dude. JFK 50 cent pieces. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I had a lot of the... Uh, I, I, I was just into like coins. I was yeah. into coins. I was into like... A little bit of stamps, baseball cards. I can't cards. wait for my kids to, like, I so badly, I think that's what's hard like that. with, like, the video game stuff with Bo is, yeah. like, that I'm worried that it's going to interfere with, like, his 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 little boy thing of, like, right. what that thing is going to be. There's a phase that every uh, every kid I know that I went to school with, we all went through, like, a pyro phase mm -hmm. where we'd, we'd fucking, like, steal lighters from oh, the liquor store and, write, and, and rig them up to where the flame would be, like, you crack know. Crack them out. Yeah, is that what it. you call it? Crack them out. Yeah, crack them yeah, out. You you need to have that this not the bic but the other cheapo kind that you could like make into a fucking flamethrower go down into a sewer That's fucking like get cigarettes about. and shit and just and Dude, just fuck shit up i remember when i turned 18 and everybody was like what are you gonna buy like you're gonna buy something really cool i didn't touch any of my fucking money to buy anything but i did go to the store and i bought the whole rack of lighters <laughs> And I remember being like, this is the fucking cool. Like, I was like, I'm fucking rich. Like, you can't I went, buy a lighter till you're 18? 
No, no, no. I just, I always wanted yeah, like the the display. You know how they have the display, and it's like you want six orange lighters, six white lighters, six white. He I let wanted you take the whole thing. No, I went in there and I'm like, do you have another one of these? Because like me, you know, when you're in yeah. New York, you have like a relationship with your deli yes. guy. Like yes. he's my boy, you you're know. And I'd be like, person. yeah, oh, you want to like, trade lighters, my friend? Yeah. You got it. I'd be like. The day I turn 18, I'm coming in here to buy the entire, yeah. I want the entire rack of light. And also because you were always losing lighters when you're that age. And it was like, I couldn't have too many lighters because if my mom started finding like a bunch of lighters in my, yeah, like what is this? But I remember, I remember being like 12 years old and hiding parliament cigarettes under, in my Altoid case underneath the mints. Ooh, yeah, yeah. very Jason Bourne of you, dude. Yeah, yeah, full, full, like, because I was so, I was never really worried about my parents finding out I smoked weed or drank, but cigarettes was like. Interesting. Yeah. I was so but didn't your fucking, mom smoke cigarettes? Never. Never. My mom was not like a drug person. Here's the thing, yeah, when you smoke cigarettes in a family that doesn't smoke cigarettes, very easy to spot. I, I was lucky that both my parents smoked, and so right. they had no idea. And you I could also like just take become like immune to the smell. Oh, and yeah. No. Yeah. That's one of the things when you quit smoking, you, your smell comes oh. back like relatively quickly. And yeah. you're like, oh, this, is, this tastes better. Everything tastes... My dad grew up with two parents that smoked heavily and has such an aversion to it. Like back in the day where there used to be smoking sections of restaurants, mm. he would walk through it and be like, this is disgusting. <laughs> it would be like so yeah. embarrassing. It's crazy that, that we did that. We smoked what about on airplanes? planes. And yeah, yeah. It's just gnarly. And it's so gnarly. The amount of like secondhand smoke I was exposed to as a child, there should be a, there should be a crime and I should class action lawsuit my my parents. That's how I think to. I got asthma. Because I was I didn't get asthma until I was like five or six. And the, the amount of smoke in the apartment I've you know talked about it a bunch. We had From a your grandpa? My grandpa, my grandma, my great my great grandma. There was a bird in that fucking house. I don't know how it, it wasn't just dead. I like this. Dead all the time. Yeah. It was just like how this bird stayed alive, lived forever. Like yeah. lived fucking 15, 20 years. A cockatoo. There's like, no predators, no natural predators yeah, in the apartment. Just like never, barely let it out of the cage and just smoke. Yeah. Like all day. Like it. I swear, if you it was a white bird, if you took the picture of it before and then on the day like it died, it was definitely it's like, brown. It was like gray. Yeah. It was like it went from you know, over here to over here. You know, yeah. it went from like here to here for sure. And I was such a loser that what I kept in my safe. Well, I had a Dan Marino rookie card Cute. and rub on tattoos, like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. the, when you wet them and yeah. they stay on. Yeah. And I remember when I was like seven years old, I got like a, a wipe on like tattoo. Of, it was like a heart on fire with a sword going through it. And I was like, when I Dude, when I turn ass. 18, like, this is what I'm getting. I'm getting this tattoo. I'm, and now I look back, I'm like, and that's why I never that get That is tattoos. why they don't let people get tattoos until they're 18. They should actually probably up the age. To 40. That's yes. why I didn't get a tattoo when I was 20 because somebody had told me like, look, dude, you get a tattoo now, you're gonna be you're gonna be 50 with a, with a thing that a 20 year old thought was cool on your body. And, and it would have been, you know, I was into when I was 20, that Finnish goth rock band, Him, and they had that heartogram. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was going to get a fucking heartogram, like, above my pelvis, you know? and Like, like Bam Margera? Like, well, Bam Margera popularized it, but, you know, he, he got, so, he did the thing that I wanted to do, but before, like, he was like, I love this band. I'm going to fucking take their whole aesthetic and everything and use their music in my skate videos. But, yeah, he got those tattoos. Bam Margera 
essentially copied every single tattoo that the lead singer of this band, Villavallo, had, who was a very cool dude, like fucking cool rock star, androgynous, cool fucking sleeve. But Bam Margera was like, yeah, I'm I'm just going to take those tattoos and put them on me. That's what Bam said. Wow, and he, he did access that spit real quick. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> check this out, man. And he just put the whole thing on his fucking pelvis. And if you look at him now... You know, it doesn't look as cool. Yeah. You know, at the age yeah. you're at, and so part of me is like, look, tattoo would be really cool, but I don't love anything enough where I think ahead and be like, this will always be cool. Right. You know? When it's people, well, like, it's not about my... being cool. It has to like mean something to you. Yeah. With look, my I, my I'm grandpa. Not to knock you for having no, tattoos. my me and mine mean something to me. It wasn't about any looking cool. It wasn't totally. about anything for anybody. It was like two reminders I for stand me that for I nothing need to see. And no, I care about nothing, and that's why. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, you love lemonade. Well, that's for it's my a brother. Long story. Yeah, yeah. It is for my brother. <laughs> why don't you read? Uh, why don't you read that okay. email? Ooh. Question for Rob. Hi, Piyamas. I'm a consultant in the Midwest who loves to travel. So my question is for Rob. Jamie and, oh, he sold you with a Q. Mm. Cast him as well if they want this. Son of a bitch. Your career has taken you all over the place, but is there somewhere you wish you could stay and explore beyond a work or tourist level experience? Post Pandy, of course. I love the show, found the pod through YMH, so keep on feathering it. Thank you for all you do and keep the pod going. All the best, John. Thanks, John. The only time I ever left uh, like North America, I went to, Italy and Amsterdam, loved it. Amsterdam, I was like, holy shit. So you this wish you is... could have stayed longer and like explored longer? Amsterdam was the only place I ever went where when I left, I was sad. Like mm -hmm. when I, going back to New York, you know? Like anytime I was going somewhere and going back to New York, I was pumped to go home. Like, I, I, like for me, driving over the 59th Street Bridge is like the fucking great, mm -hmm. like seeing that the city. Feeling. That's me at like my highest frequency. Like even when I was like a fucking piece of shit, drinking, drugs, everything. Going over that bridge, I was so like, like I can't even describe, you know, I just felt so amazing. But when we were leaving Amsterdam, yeah, I was bummed because I don't know. I think I was, I had to be like 21, 22, but there was a, a casino across the street from where we were. Like I went the first, I went the first day with all my friends and told them like uh, the next day I was like, all right, you know, we went on, let's say it was a Monday on Tuesday. I was like, on Tuesday, I'm going to play poker. Wednesday, I'll come back and hang out with you guys. And like the next time I saw them was at the airport because I just got so I bought so much weed and played poker. I smoked and played poker. That was that was wow. it. And I just never was the weed different there. Uh, no, at the time it was like you can just it was the only it was the only time I ever saw where now it's legal. But like you can you could have walked into a store and they gave you a menu and they're like, what do yeah. you want? What are you feeling? Right. Where? 15 years ago, you just heard about that shit, you know, where they'd be like, oh, are you, do you want to get tired? Are you hungry? Yes. Are you hanging out with friends? Do you need to focus? Do you this? And they had like hash and all this crazy shit. And it was, it was the great. And like real, like American assholes, we ate Burger King the whole time. Yeah. Like I never. If that's the only thing it's hard to get around sometimes is, is other than Italy is I find is the food in other places. I liked the food in Spain a bit, but I, I think we talked about this the other day. I've only been to London twice for work. I would love to go to London, but I actually would really love to take my kids to London when they're a little bit older because I think it's like the perfect, you know, European city that's close enough to kind of what they know, but it's a fun city with a lot of culture and excitement, but also a lot of history. Um, and I would just love the opportunity myself to stay longer and explore and just be a tourist. Yeah. 
I like I like the hats they wear over there. Mm, yeah, you get away I'd... with different hats. Yes, in yes. What would you? What kind of hat would you wear in London? Oh, you know, one of those like Samuel Jackson hats. What are they called? Oh, the Kangles. Well, you know, just like but one that's Kangle. all wool. You know, made out of wool. Oh, like uh, like, like a, a Joe Perino hat. That's a Joe Perino hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Perino rocks that right now. I feel like I couldn't do that well here. I don't know if you could do it well there. I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah that would be a stretch for you. I mean, I think it would be the same here or there. If it makes you feel any better, I would just look bad both places. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like just well, don't do it. Maybe you'd don't look maybe you'd look dumber in Venice than if you were in like you know. <laughs> I London, see some pretty but... dumb people in Venice. Venice might actually work out. Yeah, imagine everyone turned around when you walked onto the boardwalk because you looked so stupid, <laughs> and they're all like they they have like snakes yeah. coming out of their noses and yeah. shit. Yeah, I feel like that's actually happened. <laughs> Another email. Sure. Hey guys, thanks for being the architects of my favorite podcast. Been here since day one. Kasim, I love you. I have watched, consumed, and been loyal to your content since 2009 and have had a crush on you since I was 15. I always had grand plans of taking your structure of California on and doing the same on the Asbury Park well, boardwalk in good old dirty Jersey. That's mm. right, Rob. I'm a blue-eyed brunette from your favorite bimbo capital. Oh, hell yeah, that. When Kasim first shared the details of the podcast, I was so stoked to see that it was with... Uh, so stoked to see that it was Rob and Jamie. Being from New Jersey, of course, I grew up watching the show. Part of the intro is filmed on the very boardwalk I spoke of, Crazy World. You guys are such a cohesive team, and your banter makes me belly laughed at my shitty desk job. Considering Kasim can't make my 15-year-old dreams a reality, being on different coasts and all, I do have a question. How the hell is a girl supposed to find a date good time in these times? I can't stand these dumbass boys on dating apps anymore, and I'm just about ready to run into the ocean and go swimming with the sharks. I love you guys to pieces. Keep on keeping it real, weirdly sexual, and perfectly genuine. Stay cool, Lindsay. Not your fifth grade ex or your latest ex, but I'll gladly be your next. Ooh. Man, I got, yeah, it's just a try. I attract a lot of Lindsays, I guess, huh? You do. Well, you know, I don't I don't know if you've already tried in, in person and I mean, the, the dating the apps? apps. Yeah, I mean, the, the apps. The apps are actually, I think, the best way to do it right now. I mean, there's yeah. there's been such an influx of people during the quarantine that have just been like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it, dude, I'm getting on this app. It's the only way I can meet people. And yeah. uh, you're gonna have to sift through a lot of shit. You're gonna see a lot of profiles like mine and you're gonna just be like, ugh. But every, you know, maybe out of every 50, you'll come across one and you're like, oh, this guy seems normal. You know, he didn't send me a dick pic uh, within the first few sentences, you know, so there's that's always a good sign, I'd say. Yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't know. I hate how disposable those apps make you feel about people. You know, it's just mm, like, yeah, you're nah, right. nah, you're blah. so right. It's These rough. are human beings so with like much. full-bodied lives, and oh, wow, it's there is so a true. culture on these apps Fuck. that promotes a sort of like, eh, swipe this way to Ew, completely disregard that. this person. You know, and then swipe this way for uh, potential of fucking fucking that person. And I don't even think it's so much the swiping as it is as soon as you swipe, there's another one and like there's another one. So it's like even if you meet someone and you're like, hmm, I don't know, there could be like I know f for a fact you've gone on a great date and like you're home for five minutes. You're back on the app. Sure. Like but because it's just because what happens is. There's a strong chance. Ninety-five percent of these interactions you're having are just gonna fizzle out. And so, what you what you think, what the app is training you to do is being like, well, make sure you ready for the next. Line up the next one. If one of these other ones works out, great. Then you can stop with all the other ones. But like, let's keep let's keep it moving. Daddy's got to make some babies. This is got mm -hmm. we got to keep the train rolling. You know, and and it's uh a, like a 
it, it's like a game that sometimes doesn't seem to end, you know? And yeah. um, But it's making guys like you think in a way that- Like scarcity? No, it's like, it's not who you really are. We're like, yes. if you went on a date with some girl normally, I don't think you would be home for five minutes and be like, you know, I need to text another broad. Like, I need right. to find another chick. I need to do, I need to, th but just the fact that you open up your phone and it's like going to Instagram yeah. and you just start pushing and then, and then it takes you away from like your connection with it's her. Uncharacteristic. It's uncharacteristic. I'm learning things that are uncharacteristic that I would normally behave in a way with a, with a girl. Yeah. And, you know, I think that what would be a unique feature on one of these apps is if like, maybe you only got like three matches a week or a certain amount a month because then they would focus, you would have to focus that attention on them and growing those conversations or something. Mm -hmm. Because there's a strong chance I have swiped on and had a conversation with a girl that potentially could be my wife, but like because I was distracted by another conversation or whatever, I just missed growing that conversation in, a, in an organic way and um, and maybe on her end she's getting distracted and like we're both kind of at the end of the day know that we're probably not gonna you know but there's who knows and if that was happening in the real world you'd have time to look at that talk to yes. that person and just get their number and like not be thinking about like oh I got 30 other girls in my beeline that I can be checking out at the moment you know and so yeah, it's it's helped a lot but it's it's had to do it by changing dating for probably in a way that's like more commercial or more like it doesn't uh it's less meaningful in the way that it it works now but uh look, i think that's like the only way i know how to do it i th also think like when you if you meet a girl and you're like oh it's all right but there's something you don't like about her our problem solving brains when we get home it's like well i'm either going to sit here and think about that problem about her and how can i fix it or how can I adjust to it or maybe it's not that big of a deal or wait hold on this girl just yes. text me like why am I even going to focus yeah, on yeah I would go home and like call a friend and talk about it right where now instead yeah. it's like some other girls like hey you're cute and you're like well Yo, thanks God, little me so true yeah. yeah and you could have connected really well with a person just before that but just like that conversation just took a small pause and now there's somebody else well that's why I remember I was telling you I was like I just like I asked him if he had ever had that feeling of like when you meet someone or you go on a date with somebody you go home and you just cannot wait to see them again and you cannot stop thinking about them I don't know if that was me falling in love or it's just like having that those connections because they weren't often that you yeah. would have that. I have girls who I still think about that way and I go, oh my God, if she wasn't crazy. And I'm, I'm not trying to be right. funny at all. Like look, I'm saying everything was great and then they would do something where you go, oh my God, like you're insane. But no which, one's perfect. Jamie, if I told you one of these things, <laughs> your reaction would be like, <gasps> okay. like you wouldn't believe what I'm talking about. Also, like, I was crazy back then, too. You know, yeah. I was a like, crazy, attractive, crazy. We th we would usually meet at 3.30 a.m. Right. outside of a bathroom right. at a club doing drugs. Like, of course they're crazy. But I mean, like, yeah, were you, and I'm, in my head, I'm like, man, that girl, like, even when I think about her now, I'm like, if she just didn't, like, do yeah. this yeah. insane stuff, yeah. like, she, it would be perfect. And I still have that part of me that's like, I think about, before I found out that about the insane stuff of being like, oh my God, like we had yeah. the best time every time. And then you're like, wait, this isn't, nor you know, like probably the same way how I would just disappear. Like girls would be like, that's insane. Like that's not normal. Yeah. Like yes. you can't just, 
like everything's going great with us. And then for seven days, you're just missing. Gone. Like I don't. And to me, I was like, well, oh, that's I'm going to fucking party. And maybe I went to Vegas or man, I didn't feel yeah. like responding. And this old girl might be like, this guy's nuts. Yes. Where to me, I was like, yeah, I was just, you know. Have you ever met Robert Eiler out there on the mean streets of New York City? And then one day he just right went in. missing right in askpajamapants at gmail.com. Oh, We'd love to hear your Robert Eiler just left me in the middle of a dance floor story. <laughs> Yeah, you might, you might, you might fucking get one. I, I, I feel like there's a good chance. You just might. Um, my, my friend who, uh, when I, uh, told that story about the cheese fries a couple of weeks ago, where yes. like my friend fell, my friend, my friend who yeah. was there who fell down the stairs. Heather hit me up and she's like, I'm crying, Aww. listening to this right yeah. now, like remembering this moment of yes. like it's crazy. It's like 20 years ago. Yeah, and it was just you know. It's funny how certain moments pop out and stick with you. Um, like that's an episode, guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, click the subscribe button. We're uh, we're getting we're getting close to thirty thousand subscribers. You can click the notification bell, and that'll alert you when these videos go live on YouTube, which right now is every Tuesday morning, um, and then the audio goes out every Monday. So follow us on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Jamie's on Twitter and Instagram, and so am I. We have a subreddit r slash pajama pants podcast. And um, yeah, you can email us at askpajamapants at gmail.com. You guys got anything? Love you. Love you guys so fucking much. Tie me up. <laughs>